Welcome to Front Office Pros. We are a week away from the NFL Draft, and landing spots for these prospects will be a huge factor in how successful they will be early on in their career. For this video, we will be discussing the most ideal, realistic landing spots for the top five tight end prospects. Before we get started, we are a new channel, so if you enjoy this content, we ask you to smash that like button to show your support. Hut, hut, hike! Michael Mayer is regarded as the top tight end in most draft circles, and could see his name called first on Thursday. Joe, which NFL team do you think is the most ideal and realistic landing spot for tight end Michael Mayer? Yeah, you know, I think it would be pretty exciting if he joined the Detroit Lions, you know. Being able to pair Mayer with Jamison Williams and Amonara St. Brown just would add another dimension to the Lions offense now. Uh, I understand that Jamison Williams is going to miss the first six games now with the whole gambling thing, but... uh, once he comes back on the field, being able to see all three of those guys would be awesome. Um, you know, and if, if they're really not going to draft golf replacement in the first round in this draft, then, uh, you know, why not add another piece in this offense and create an offensive mismatch at the, at the tight end position? Yeah, for me, I actually like Michael Mayer going to the Dallas Cowboys. You know, they lost Dalton Schultz in free agency. I know they have guys like Jake Ferguson that they could develop, and the Cowboys have shown, they've proven it, that they can develop guys. But I like Michael Mayer going there. He's a well-rounded tight end. He's a great pass catcher, but also a run blocker. Uh, you know, he catches the ball. He's not going to give me a lot of yards after catch. He kind of re- They call him Baby Gronk. It kind of does remind me because he just barrels through people. <laughs> you know, like it's not you – know, it doesn't it's not, he just he bulldozes them. But, uh, you know, I think it would help with the play action for Dak Prescott, I think, which would help the offense in general, especially because Mike McCarthy says he wants to run the football more. And I think it would round out the offense. I really like that fit with Mayer going to the Cowboys. Yeah, I mean, definitely hard to argue that fit with Michael Mayer to the Cowboys. Honestly, there's probably not many teams that couldn't use Michael Mayer in his services and their offense would, wouldn't get better, you know. So, But Cowboys make a lot of sense here and could totally see that playing out that way. Dalton Kincaid is an athletic tight end, and some believe he could be drafted ahead of Michael Mayer. Joe, which NFL team do you think is the most ideal and realistic landing spot for tight end Dalton Kincaid? See, now how about Dalton Kincaid to the Dallas Cowboys, Steve? You know, for the same reasons. You mentioned losing uh, Dalton Schultz this offseason. As you mentioned as well, Dallas seems to be able to, you know, develop the tight ends and, you know, right now, Jake Ferguson is their next guy in, li- in line here, but they only used a fourth round pick on him. I, you know, I definitely could see he's definitely not the potentially the future here. So, um, and he definitely doesn't have the upside that Kincaid would have. So I think it'd be interesting. Kincaid goes to the Cowboys. So I got Dalton Kincaid going to the Washington Commanders. I think that's his best spot. You know, when I watch this guy, the separation reminds me of Travis Kelsey. And it's reminiscent of, you know, now new offensive coordinator, Eric Bieniemy coming to Washington. I just think he'd be a great fit for that offense. I mean, who knows how long Bieniemy's going to be there. But for now, I think he'd be a great fit. It really is new era versus old era, I feel like, when it comes to tight ends, when you compare Michael Mayer versus Dalton Kincaid. Michael Mayer is your old era tight end, where Dalton Kincaid is your new era tight end. Kincaid's an average blocker at best but he's more of a receiver threat. He's he's very athletic, and he's going to give a completely new dimension to that offense. 
And if they draft a rookie quarterback, the commanders do, because I'm not necessarily buying this whole thing about it's Sam Howell's job. Or if it's Sam Howell, Dalton Kincaid's going to be very helpful for either one of those quarterbacks, uh, you know, starting next season. Yeah, I always say, you know, tight end position is the young quarterback's best friend. So as you mentioned, whether it's rookie or truly a Sam Howell here, um, he'll definitely help. You know, commanders make a lot of sense. You know, Logan Thomas just isn't reliable. They've got a couple other guys on the roster, but uh, Kincaid's talent, like you said, and his ability, you know, pair him with McLaurin and Dotson, that would be interesting as well. Arnold Washington put on quite a show at the NFL Combine especially with that one-handed catch and his combine numbers, which has made him just rise up the draft boards. So, Joe, which NFL team do you think is the most ideal and realistic landing spot for tight end Darnell Washington? Yeah, I think he'd be a great fit with the Cincinnati Bengals. You know, they just lost Hayden Hurst uh, in free agency. You know, even the previous year, C.G. Uzama went out the door. You know, I know they brought in uh, Irv Smith Jr., but – he just hasn't been able to stay on the field and be a reliable target. Um, Tyler Tyler Boyd's most likely not going to be on the roster next year. So Washington could potentially really be a big pivotal point in this offense. You know, we're not sure what's going to happen with T. Higgins, but at least with Jamar Chase, you know, him being the two of them could grow in this offense with Joe Burrow and just the talents would be a really interesting spot for him here. Yeah, I actually uh, agree with you entirely about this. I, I had the same landing spot for him going to Cincinnati Bengals. I did hear an interesting comment that I forgot who it was, but they were saying that a team may draft Darnell Washington to be an offensive lineman. I kind of found that surprising. I know he's 6'7", 264, so I mean, it doesn't mean that he couldn't. But you saw his, his athleticism with that one-headed catch and some of the stuff he was doing. I know when you look at his body of work at Georgia – he hasn't shown that he's been a receiving tight end, but I think that he can in time. You saw the blueprint of where it could be that way. So why I like it for Cincinnati, we know they've had offensive line issues these past few years. So it provides additional blocking because that offensive line is susceptible to, to pass rush. And then he's uber athletic. So even if he's used sparingly, I, I think he could really fit well. Um, because he's not going to be a, a staple of any offense. I think he's going to be a complementary piece. I don't see him, you know, being a, an offense that runs through Darnell Washington. Yeah, that makes sense. I, I, you know, I hadn't heard the piece about him being an offensive lineman, but you know, people also got to understand uh, this guy was playing behind Bowers, who's going to is like the number one tight end coming in a 2024 draft class next year already. I mean, this guy's just been phenomenal at Georgia. Um, so playing behind him, he's not going to have that many opportunities. So it'll be interesting, you know, to see how he adapts in NFL and plays. Luke Musgrave is an athletic tight end, but he's dealt with injuries. So it could affect his draft stock. Joe, which NFL team do you think is the most ideal and realistic landing spot for tight end Luke Musgrave? Yeah. You know, I think it'd be interesting, uh, to add to the Miami Dolphins offense, you know, Gesicki's Gesicki's out the door now. Um, really only have Smythe on the, on the roster. He's more of a blocking type tight end. Um, doesn't really give you much in the passing game as far as, you know, dynamic athleticism or anything. And, you know, Musgrave would definitely take over that Gasecki role in the red zone as well. 
you know, is a big guy at six, six, be a nice target for two in the red zone to add there and should be able to get mismatches, you know, in the middle of the field with uh Tyree kill and Waddle on the outside. I think he'd be a really nice piece. Now I heard part of the reason that Gusecki wasn't a fit with the dolphins was he was, a you know, very athletic tight end, but he wasn't the best route runner. And I, that is the, you know, the advantage to having Musgrave and why he could potentially be a better fit. Cause I could hear your argument now they had a big, tall tight end that was athletic and Gusecki didn't use them. Why are they going to use Musgrave? You, you got ahead of me, Joe. So kudos <laughs> there. It, you know, it's really interesting when it comes to Musgrave because they're talking about, you know, real quick here, Daniel Jeremiah, I heard him say that this is the best tight end class that we've seen in decades. So we might see for the first time ever four tight ends drafted in the first round. And so that was the four that we've talked to this point. So I actually found it kind of a hard land. I, I had a hard time finding a landing spot for him, but I went with the LA Rams in the second round. The Rams are in desperate need of offensive playmakers. They really only have Cooper cup. Tyler Higby's getting, not getting any younger. So to me, Musgrave comes in. He's more of an athletic tight end and a blocker, but I think Sean McVay will be able to find ways for him to get the ball. So I think it makes a lot of sense for the Rams to, uh, you know, invest in some talent at the tight end position. Yeah. You know, I also found it hard to put a place on this guy as well, but uh, Rams could make sense. I mean, they definitely need some younger, talented, you know, offensive weapons. You know, they kind of just went the trading with all these kind of the older talent and just really putting it in to win. You know, now they kind of got to build in the draft. So this would make a lot of sense for the Rams. Iowa has become tight end U recently, producing tight end George Kittle, tight end TJ Hawkinson, and tight end Noah Fan. So is tight end Sam Laporta the next Iowa Hawkeye to be drafted in the first round? So, Joe, which NFL team do you think is the most ideal realistic landing spot for tight end Sam Laporta? Yeah, I think it'd be interesting if uh, he went to the Los Angeles Chargers, you know, the Chargers as well really need some young play playmakers to pair with Herbert for the long term. You know, Everett's got one year left on his deal. He had a really good year last year. I'm hearing the things where they could even just release him uh, to get out of it. But they also re-signed Parham for an additional two years here. Um, Mike Mike Williams and Allen, you know, they're not reliable to stay on the field, and they're just they're aging as well. Eckler's trying to get his way out the door. And now that they brought in Kellen Moore, we've seen what he can do with tight ends, you know, in the offensive schemes when he was in Dallas. So it'd be really interesting to see what he would do with Sam Laporta on the Los Angeles Chargers offense. It's interesting because Laporta more, I think, uh, embodies George Kittle versus Noah Fant and TJ Hawkinson, right? So TJ Hawkinson and Noah Fant, they were first round tight ends where George Kittle was a mid-round pick uh, because he he didn't have he was a great blocker, decent athleticism, but he didn't he not to the point where he would go in the first round. I kind of think Laporta is almost rising as a result of, of the success we've seen in Iowa. But I would say the Detroit Lions for me. Brock Wright and James Mitchell are the only tight ends on the roster right now. Uh, he's an average blocker, um, but a good receiver. Um, he's not good at contested catches, uh, but he can you know, be a threat on multiple layers of the defense. So 
for me, I think it's a great need fit for them because I think they need a better tight end and a good upside pick because, like I said, you've seen a lot of tight ends come out of Iowa recently and do really well. I mean, I guess they had they had they drafted T.J. Hawkinson in the first round. <laughs> the Detroit Lions did a few years ago, uh, but I, I like that fit for him there. Yeah, it'd be interesting. I just don't know how much uh, Dan Campbell is going to like a tight end that can't block. You know, I think uh, he's an old school type of guy. I think he'd want an old school tight end that could probably do be the jack of all trades and block. You know, it's interesting because, you know, you mentioned the tight end you in Iowa. It used to be that the Iowa tight ends could block, but, you know, with Hawkinson and Noah Fant, that's really just they've really started to transition to that more of the playmaker tight end as the college game and NFL game continue to evolve here. So that concludes our best rookie tight end landing spots for the top five tight end prospects in the 2023 NFL draft. If you enjoyed this content, we ask you to please like this video to show your support for our channel. Comment below on which landing spot is the best for these five rookie tight end prospects and subscribe to our YouTube channel. We also recently have joined Apple and Spotify podcasts, so you can follow us there as well. Thank you so much for watching. Stay tuned. Our mock draft episodes are on Monday and Tuesday. We've got a friend of the show, Dustin Ludke, releasing his mock draft. And then Joe and I are going to be have competing mock drafts. You're not going to want to miss it. It's going to be a Monday and Tuesday. We're going to go live at 9 o'clock. So we hope to see you there. And until next time.